Welcome to the teaching ministry at Grace Chapel, Knoxville. I'm Pastor Jake Spencer, and I wanted to take just a minute to set the scene for this past Sunday's message. We had the wonderful privilege of having our dear friends, Grant and Christina Marshall, share a little bit of their story. Um, This is about a season in their life where they went through some real hardship and some loss, and yet in the midst of that, they watched God's grace show up big time in their lives through friends in their church family, and through his presence bringing comfort and even surprising them with some joy along the way. So to set the scene for you on Sunday, Grant and Christina kind of came up together and sort of shared back and forth a little bit about this story in their life. You'll also hear Christina referencing her son Noah, their their sweet little relatively newborn son was up there with them kind of kind of strapped to Christina on one of those little baby carriers. So um, you'll kind of hear some fun interactions there. Anyways, they did a great job sharing their hearts, and I'm certain you'll be blessed by this. So without any further ado, here are Grant and Christina Marshall. Enjoy. I'm Grant. That's Christina uh, with the Marshall family. Uh, Jake kind of opened us up. That's how we met him, through Facebook. Um, we were looking for a church. We lived here a few years in Knoxville, uh, just married couple, and uh, went to a kind of larger church uh, off Middlebrook Pike, and just we weren't involved, didn't really feel connected. So we'd been looking, kind of figuring out what to do um, with our whole life, whether it be stay in Knoxville, maybe move to Franklin or Kentucky, where she's from. And then uh, I'll just scroll in the newsfeed on Facebook like you do mindlessly, you know, it's like, oh, I don't know them, I don't know them. And then somebody I went to high school with, I don't talk to, but I knew of, uh, posted, I guess she lived in Knoxville after graduating from UT and said, hey, does anybody know of any good churches in Knoxville? So people commented, so I clicked on it. And there was a few people that said stuff. One of them was the one we were going to. And... Uh, somebody said, hey, did you know Grace Chapel is sending a team from Franklin to start one there? And I was like, what's Grace Chapel? And, uh, you know, little to find out, it's like a 5,000-member church in Franklin where I'm from. And uh, so I looked it up, and I looked up the, the Knoxville page that they had, and I was like, hey, let's just, let's just contact them. Like, I, for me, I was missing Franklin. I was homesick. I was missing that piece. And so I was like, I, I at least got to know them, just know that I'm here. You know, like, hey, if you ever want to hang out, like, let's go to Franklin. Yeah, that's my people. So, uh so yeah, we just called, I emailed Jake, and I was like, I don't, I saw their pictures online, I was like, they look like good people, you know, they look like, <laughs> like, we got, you know, actually has the hipster look, so I, I guess that's okay, but uh, we'll try it, we'll, we'll try it, yeah, that's the start of many today, okay, um, and it worked out nicely, as you can see, we're good friends, but um, yeah, so I emailed, we emailed Jake, and I uh, sent out a long email, and I've said this a few times here, I think, but yeah, I put in there that I lived in Franklin all my life, uh, for 20 years, course that included birth and like all my elementary school so he has the idea that this could be some 50 year old man you know coming to our house and uh, so we show up looking like this but uh yeah that yeah, was great minus the Noah but uh yeah so we uh we had dinner with Amy made some awesome chili I still remember it and uh just had, went to church that following Sunday at their house and been there since so that's how we got here um to the church and then uh if you want to kind of dive into the next um, so I think that's really important to kind of share beforehand because um, we've been praying so hard for God to lead us into community and just to give us a group of people um, that we could love and that they could love us. Here we go. Just know it could happen. I could cry. But um, so anyways, yeah, this is much issue. That's why I brought him so I can move around. Um, thank you. <laughs> so um, anyways, we've been praying for that kind of community and um, little did we know that like we would need it. <laughs> <laughs> you made it like a minute. That was awesome. Oh, 
prepared. You want me to go? I don't know. No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> All right, I got this. This is going to be great. Um, and so, yeah, so we would need it. And um, the Lord per- brought us to a group of people who began to love us in such just sweet ways, just were there for us. And um, I've got this. You do too. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, I got this. I'll, I'll give it a go. Um, he's my comic relief. That's why I brought him this morning. Um, plus, he's like loving worship these days. So, anyways, um, yeah, so God um, is so good. And he brought us into this church and this community and this group. Um, yeah, but, well, just kind of foreshadow, I guess, the ending. First of all, this is the end result of this story you're saying, kind of like starting a movie at the very end, but you don't know how you get there. That's, we'll start that. Um, so our, our story kind of is one where God's grace occurred through the whole thing, but we didn't realize it till the very end. And uh, that's how community gets involved because God knew we need to be here to get some of those steps along the way, almost every step along the way involved this church. Um, so basically we got, let's see, 2016, right? It's, time goes by fast, you forget the years, but June, June of 2016, we found out we were pregnant and uh, we, you know, unplanned and stuff. We're like, all right, sweet, let's, let's do this. You know, we're actually adults. We're starting to become parents. This is crazy. And, uh, you know, I felt like I was 18, but I was like 23 at the time. And so it just, it, it hits you, you know? And so... Well, we were pregnant, and then skipping over a few things, we got to, uh, it was about six weeks, six or seven weeks, and we went in for a checkup, and there was a, uh, sorry. I got this. Okay. All right. So, I can do this. Um, so, yeah, about, um, like, what, we found out we were pregnant, and I remember, like, sitting down with Alex and Crystal and sharing that with him. It was really sweet. Um, and so, about six weeks, we got to go um, and have an ultrasound, and we got to see this cute little peanut of a baby. You know how ultrasounds go, sweet, tiny little things. And, um, like you said, we were excited. We had no clue what we were doing. We are like, what? This is going to be great, but we don't know what to do, but it's awesome. And so, fast forward about two weeks, we were at um, eight weeks pregnant, and um, we started having some complications, and um, we, uh, it was a Wednesday, and um, I started just kind of feeling weird, and things weren't going so well, and he has an uncle and a cousin who are OBs, and so we were, like, texting them and asking them all these questions, and they were giving us just some advice and, like, kind of letting us know what was going on, and um, on... Let's see. It was that Wednesday. Um, I just went to sleep and prayed about it. I was like, Lord, like, you have your hand in this. Like, you've given us this child. Like, just just let everything be okay. And um, so Thursday, I got up. Um, I went to work. I was teaching at the time. So I went to school. I had my class of kiddos. And we did our morning. And they're very good at distracting you when you don't feel like you can handle something. They keep you busy. So we did that. And we... Um, like I took them to Encore, they were in gym, and I had a meeting to sit through, and I just remember breaking down, like things were still not going well, I was feeling worse and worse, and um, so I uh, decided like it was time, we needed to go get things checked out, and so I left school, um, they took care of the kids, and I get to the, we get to the OB's office, and they give us an ultrasound, and um, we find out that like we have a hemorrhage, which is like a small tear, and um, it had been causing some of the issues that we we're having. And so they gave us kind of this like wishy-washy, like, look, this can be really bad. Like it can end 
very not well. Um, or it can be great, like it can be fine, it can heal itself, like um, a lot of time it, it does, like it just kind of goes away and you're fine. So we kind of left like not really knowing what to expect, but just, um, you know, praying to God, like this is in your hands, like please take care of us, like it's, it'll be fine. So uh, that was Thursday, kind of went through the next, like that night and the next morning, like feeling completely fine. like. I just, I was fine, like everything felt okay. And then Friday, I come home from work and I remember sitting on the floor like throwing the ball with my dog specifically. And um, that's when everything came back full force. Um, so, yeah, give me a second. Um, okay, um, well, I know part of what you're gonna say about that. So. My schedule at the time, well, still kind of right now, um, I work at Knoxville Police Department, and so I work every Friday. That's just how it works, where it's either my first day of the week or my last day. Um, it's what we call common day. And so I hadn't had a Friday off in, since I'd been working there. Um, what just so happened, my grandfather passed away that, I think it's Wednesday or Thursday, when all this kind of started. So I was off that weekend for bereavement leave. Uh, so I was off that Friday. And uh, the funeral was on that Saturday. And so, uh, yeah, Friday, I remember I, I was just off anyways. We were going to make the trip Saturday morning um, to head over there. And so we were just kind of hanging out Friday. And uh, she had those complications. Um, she said it came in full force. And it, one of those things where you just, it, as the man, you, you knew it didn't look good, but you didn't know what to say. Um, I think. I remember, I, I'm not going to get too graphic, don't worry, but I, I remember her being in the bathroom, and men, I don't know if you ever had your wife say words certain ways, you know, if they say your name, there's like three different ways, it's like, it's like, uh, you know, Grant, it's like, oh, what did I do, you know, or it's like, hey Grant, it's like, oh, what do you want, and then there's fear, um, and the yeah, there's only, I, honestly, I think that's the only time I felt, I heard true fear for my wife, and uh, it shakes you, I, I'm not going to lie, it, it, uh, it's hard, and I knew, I was in the other room, she was in the bathroom, and I, I just, I knew when I went in there what I'd find, and I went in there, and, uh, you know, mentally, or in your head, you know, it's what's happened, you just don't know what to say, you don't want to say it, um, there's just no way to comfort that, and so you're just kind of stuck in this loop of, did this happen, where do we go from here, who do we ask questions of? What can we do? Um, it's just that there's kind of like a, a washing machine where it just keeps going and you're just bouncing along in it. Um, and it's one of those scenes where, like, I, I know everybody's got different experiences in their life where they can remember very vividly um, what it looked like. And I remember the bathroom light on, the, the bedroom light off because it was nighttime, it was late. And, uh, you know, I don't, cause you said you, you don't really remember much of that night, whereas I'd, I remember all of it. And so. Uh, that night probably was the most, like, the one I remember most being the hardest on, on my end. I know hardest on her, she just, you know, doesn't have the memory as much because, you know, obviously the female goes through the physical and emotional part of it. The guy goes through the emotional and almost spiritual part of it too. Like, hey, what, did I, did my sins cause something, you know? And, and you hate to say that, but you do question everything at that point. Um, and so... 
yeah, I mean, that that's kind of for that night. But, um, yeah, so did you want to say something on that? Yeah, oh, buddy. Um, so, yeah, I, I do remember, like, parts of the night where I was just, like, I mean, I was crying face down to the Lord, like, just take this away. Let it be okay, you know. <laughs> buddy um let it be okay and um just you know take this away from us let everything be fine let us go back to normal and um it was definitely a physically and emotionally like destroying kind of moment and um it, it was a kind of a long night and by the end of the night I kind of after going through everything that we went through like I felt okay like I just kind of there was this like turning point where everything just kind of felt okay again and I was like all right like you know maybe maybe that was the worst of it and like everything's fine I mean we didn't really have any specific answers and um so like he said um his grandfather had passed away which he was one of the most just godly men that you can meet so he's awesome but um we went um to johnson city to visit uh family and go to the funeral and while we were there his uncle and cousin who are obese like we got to talk to them and um we were just really nervous about it we really didn't want to wait that was a saturday now and then uh we didn't want to wait till monday to kind of go and figure things out so they went ahead and took us to their office or his your uncle's office and um put us on an ultrasound to kind of see what was going on, like what had happened. I don't know if I can do any much better now, but uh, yeah, so they took us in. Uh, my uncle's very bland and blunt. Um, he, does, he doesn't have any emotions for us, which is actually good in a lot of situations as a doctor, I think. But uh, so they hooked her up, um, ran the ultrasound, and he, the monitor was positioned where he, he can see it and I could see it, but she couldn't see it because we're the way we're positioned. And so he's, you know, feeling around and stuff, and he says, just as plain as day, just, well, I, uh, I don't see anything. And I'm sitting there watching him, and I was like, I don't either. Um, she thought that meant she didn't, he didn't see anything wrong. And that was the worst part, because I knew, I mean, I, to be honest, I sat there and just started crying, and I don't think she was noticing, you know, and then um, a lot of times you, you have a second person come in, so my cousin, who's also an OB, came in to basically confirm it, just check his work kind of thing. And she came in, did the same stuff and said, I'm not, I'm not seeing any baby. And so, you know, that was, that was hard. Um, I remember staying in that room for a good while, just us two. And the, uh, it's a, it, that step though, in the, in the story is really cool looking back though, because, and I guess we'll kind of recap that later, but God knew we'd want family during something like that. And just so happened, my uncle and cousin got to be the ones to tell us, which I, I think was better on us than, you know, some doctor we've only seen a few times and uh, having my parents there and just family all around us. Um, so that was, that was Saturday. And then we just, basically when we found that out, we just hopped in our car and came back here. We didn't go back to family or anything. And uh, we got home and we told, basically told each other, we both knew like we're, we're going to church in the morning. We just, if there's anywhere we need to be, that's where we need to be. Um, so we came here uh, that Sunday morning, uh, and that was another, again, just experience. Like, we just, I remember sitting in the back row. We had called, uh, my parents already knew, we called her parents, who actually didn't even know we were pregnant. We were going to tell them the following weekend. Um, so that was really hard on us, too. But they actually made the trip down there that night. Uh, it was about three hours that night to Knoxville um, and came to church with us this morning. My parents drove from Johnson City that morning, um, all made it here just to be with us. 
Uh, and I remember sitting back row, and I remember I, I don't, you probably remember, but we we didn't come up for prayer just because I don't think we could bring ourselves to even get up. But Jake came back to us, and I just said, "Hey, can I pray with y'all or pray for y'all?" And uh, and that was that that meant a lot to us, you know, just to obviously you recognize what happened, you knew what was going on, but to take that time specifically and just say, "Hey, I'm praying for you. I've got you. God's got you." Like that that resonated with us. Um, so after that, there's kind of a period of just in between that stuff. And then during that time is where Christina tell you. Yeah. Um, thank you for speaking over that part that I just couldn't. Um, so there was a, yeah, I just, that time was a, just a broken time um, of feeling just anger and sadness and frustration, but in that, um, and in the tears, I cried a lot, let's just say that. Um, in the midst of all those tears, I just felt like the entire time that there was this like weird kind of joy happening within me, like as painful as it was and as sad as it was to have this sweet little baby. <laughs> Um, and have all these dreams and visions for the life that you would live together as a family. Like, all of that was gone. And um, feeling the, just the sad things that come along with it. There's this comfort that we had, or I had specifically, and I just felt like even though there was something so bad, something so terrible that happened, God was so good. Um, he brought such this joy into my life that I didn't think I could have when something so sad happened. And um, I just remember, like, he put it on my heart that, like, our entire lives, once, like, we know we accept God and we become Christians, like, we live this life on earth knowing that our goal is ultimately to stand before our creator and worship him. And it gave me such comfort knowing that my sweet baby was doing that now. Um, we named our baby Eden. And it just kind of like takes me back to like the Garden of Eden where things were perfect. And Adam and Eve were with God. And um, I just felt like our baby got to live in that perfection, didn't have to come into this sin-filled world. And um, like one day when we get to stand before God, Noah too, um, and worship our creator, like our baby will be there with us doing that. And so there were still days, and there are still days like now where um, it really gets to me and it bothers me. Like um, I feel the hurt and the brokenness of it. But through that entire process of, um, there was like this kind of like five month deal um, God really just covered me, and um, his grace was sufficient for me. He, in my weakness, he was the strength that I had to get up and go to school and work with 20 kids every day. When I looked at them, I saw the kids that I didn't get to have. And um, these sweet little girls, I love them to death, would always be like, well, when are you going to have a baby? And, like, my heart was broken every time they'd ask, because I did have a baby. You just didn't get to know about it. <laughs> And um, so that was its own little journey. And the Lord was so good about in those moments giving me grace and comfort and peace. And he would send me people to share their stories with me. 
um, things that they had gone through. And it was so good to hear that someone had gone through what I had and the Lord pulled them through it. And um, some stories were very, very similar and some were very different, but it was comforting knowing that something bad can still be good um, because our God is good. And so um, I remember after you talking about it, it reminds me of all these good things. Um, There's so many little good pieces of it. And now I'm on a roll. So after going and um, sitting through the ultrasound, and like Grant said, like when his uncle said that he saw nothing, I was like, oh, good. Like, he didn't see any tears. Like, I'm feeling good because it's gone. Like, everything's healed up. We're good. Um, and, that, and that wasn't the case. And it was so good, like you said, to have, like, God gave us family to be the ones who broke the news that, that we were no longer pregnant. And, um, and so from that moment, like, I remember going back to your um, uncle's house, and, like, we prayed with your parents and your brothers, and then we went home. And on that way home, Lauren Daigle, she's my girl, she, um, that song, Trust in You, like, it came on the radio, and it was just, that moment is what I need to hear. Like, sometimes you don't move the mountains. We need you to move um, or part the waters, but, like, I'm going to trust in you. And so that became my anthem. Like, you didn't move this mountain at this time, but I'm going to trust in you. You are going somewhere with this. And um, at that moment, I felt just, it was pressed upon my heart to pray, um, to pray for what we didn't know would be Noah. <laughs> Probably needs a prayer now after <laughs> knocking his head on the mic. But um, uh, it was put on my heart to pray and to pray without ceasing. And, um, and so I prayed twice a day for five months um, for the baby that I knew the Lord was going to give us and um, let us raise. And, uh, he put it on my heart to pray for the end of the year, that by the end of the year, we would have our baby. And um, there was a point at which he promised us that, like, it wouldn't happen again. Like, we would get this baby. Um, we would have the baby, and we would get to, um, to raise him um, to know who God is and his goodness. And um, so I prayed, and I prayed, and a couple months went by, and we started trying to have a baby. And um, we got negative tests and another one, and I was like, it is December. It is the end of the year. This is my last chance. The Lord, I know you are telling me like, this is it. And um, I had never heard so clearly from him. And so I was like, this is even perfect timing because it's like we would find out at Christmas. We could tell my parents. They could be the first ones. They would know this time. Like, woohoo. And then we weren't pregnant. And so I was kind of like, oh, like my heart sunk again because I was like, but you're telling me all these good things, these promises. And um and I was like, but I'm going to trust in you. You are good. You are good. And you've used a story. And, um, and so just, uh, January comes, and a couple weeks into January, we found out we were pregnant. And so with this little guy. And so, in fact, the Lord was true. Like, it, it was the very end of the year. And we just happened to find out the next one. So, um, and um, so, I don't know. It was, it was such an interesting phase of life to... Um, I mean, I could say, like, my testimony before this point was very cut and dry. Like, I was the good little Christian girl raised in a Christian home who went to church. And um, there were some things along the lines in there. But, for like, this is the first time in life where I really had to trust that God is good. And I might not have felt it at a time or two, but, like, I had to trust and know that he was. And um, so it was a really sweet season of being hurt and in pain but feeling God's goodness. And... Um, is there anything you want to say before I move into the next part? Okay. Um, 
so we were pregnant. Woohoo! So we were about six weeks when we found out again, and um, we we're pregnant with sweet little baby Noah here. So we know that story ends a little better and stuff. But um, we got to eight weeks, and that was when before when we lost our Eden, and um, things started happening again. And oh, before I move on, back to the whole God bringing us into community aspect. Um, that time, those months where we were working through and healing from the pain, like that is where like our life group, um, our friends here like lived life with us and they listened. They watched me cry like unending times. Um, they gave us just support and love and reminders that God is with us through the whole time. So I just wanna like reach into that and speak into the fact that like God brought us to this church and this group of people because he knew we didn't have family in town. Like we didn't have those supports. And um, so like he, he gave us that. He provided for us um, before we knew that we would even need it. <laughs> Dude. Um, and so, okay, back to the eight weeks. Um, the same complications started happening again and my heart was just broken. I was like, I, can't, I don't wanna do this again. Obviously we can because you've been through this with us before, but like, don't want to, like you've promised, like this is our baby that we get to hold on to. And um, we came to church, it was a Sunday about that time, and things were, ha like the complications were kind of going on. And um, I remember, I think I was like sitting over here on this side and we came up for prayer. And then um, after church, there was a small group of um, you guys who met with us in that back room. And I just remembered, that was the moment, like, I was so full of the fear that everything would happen over again and that I wouldn't be able to handle it. And I remember, like, after being prayed over in there, like, my heart was completely comforted. I was not fearful of anything that could ha would be happening again. Um, I was given rest and this joy and peace that is unspeakable. That, that makes no sense, but... Um, and that's where Noah got his name. It means rest or comfort. And we just felt like that was so fitting because that moment specifically changed the course of our pregnancy and how we felt. And um, later that day, things stopped. Everything went back to normal and we were fine and went on to have the sweetest, most joyful, happiest little baby. Um, do you wanna say anything? Well, I mean, same. Uh, same things you're saying, but like the the prayer back there, I mean, just for both of us, we talked about it for months after that. We're like, man, like I just feel so good about this. Like I'm not I'm not afraid. Like I'm just, you know, even with some of the same complications, you know, following into that week, and then they they went away and everything worked out, and it just I never for me it, I never really experienced that kind of comfort from God because I never honestly I never really had an experience to need it like that. I didn't know I needed it, um, and so. I, you know, I, I wouldn't want somebody to have to go through the same experience, but I wish you could get the feeling if you haven't gotten it in your life, because it is, it is, and you can, you don't have to have the experience, by the way, you can just have his grace and that comfort, and I, it just, it makes your life a lot better, I'll just say that, like, just knowing he's got it, you don't have to worry about anything, just, you know, take off the leash that you have on it, and, and let him take care of it, and that comfort, though, that's, like you said, why we named him that, because we felt that, we didn't have a name picked out, at that before that prayer and then after that we're like yeah it, it has to be it has to be Noah um, what do you want to say next hmm? oh, well so we have um, a verse we actually 
pray over him every night. Um, and it is, get to it, Numbers 6, 24 through 26. And it says, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. And we actually learned that when we both went to uh, Johnson University in a class. And it, it resonated with us. The professor there just made us memorize that and uh, some other verses over and over again. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I think he's literally had it every night since he's been born and before he was born. And uh, God has blessed us with a baby that's, he is good. I mean, if you've gotten to know him some, he's just smiley, he's good. And that's how he is. You know, he does all the normal baby stuff too, but like he, he's carried us through a good pregnancy and then into a good life with him. Um, and I, I, yeah, and the terrible twos are coming, but, uh, <laughs> but even on like the birth, I, I won't go too much into it. It's just, you know, a normal birth, but, uh, to, I didn't tell you I was going to say this part, but to brag on her, um, it was really important for her to go into the birth with no uh, medication or anything. She wanted to go as natural as possible um, because she knew God gave her the strength to be able to basically do anything now. And she did. <laughs> she went through it natural. She she took nothing. We literally went into the hospital. She labored and, and gave birth. Um, and for my my experience seeing that, like, one, I have such a newfound respect for her and, and women everywhere <laughs> for that stuff. I mean, <laughs> Trust me, I do not envy you. Um, and, and that goes for all types of birth, not, by the way, not just the one I saw for her day. But, yeah, I'd, I'll carry a food baby, but nothing else. Um, but, I mean, watching, it's, it's cool uh, you know, watching God's promise come to fruition. Like, it, for those of you men who haven't had kids, when you do or if you do, be in the room. I'm telling you, I know some men nowadays don't do it. Be in the room because... One, I watched her go through everything, and I was like, man, that's yikes. And, uh, like, I just I can't explain that enough because I saw, I, I just remember watching her saying, man, I love her. Like, that's incredible. And then when he came out, first I had, like, that, like, throat-to-stomach feeling, like, oh, oh, gosh, like, that's a baby. Like, oh, man. And I was like, oh, that's real. Um, but, like, immediately I'm like, wow, like, that's God. Like, there, there's that promise that... I knew it was going to happen the moment we were prayed over, the moment we went through all that. Um, and so just looking back, like we kind of talked about throughout the way, but literally every step God had, had foreseen and gotten us where we needed to go so that we'd have that when we got to it. You know, we needed this church through almost all that. We needed our family in the, the crucial moments. They were there. Um, you know, his promise for the end of the year, he kind of threw a little trick at us, but it still came true. And so I, it just, for me, after something like that, if I wasn't a Christian before, I would have been after that. Thankfully, I was before. But I just, I don't know how something like that can happen and somebody not believe in God. After all the prayer, after all the requests, after all the stuff he got us through, like that, you know, he, he is, they call it a rainbow baby after you have a miscarriage. And that's, again, another reason for Noah. And this is what he is. And so uh, it was an incredible journey of not so good things that the Lord brought us through and showed us goodness through. Um, he didn't stop there. So we, um, so we had him in September 2017, yes, and then now it's 2018. Well, um, April 1st was um, Eden's due date, and we know very well that due dates are not always birthdays because that's not how 
children happen. Uh, like they come when they come. And, uh, but it's the date that we have to hold on to. And so um, the first, like a- April 1st, after we had lost Eden, um, my cousin was having a baby shower. And um, for a baby that like she got pregnant a couple weeks, like months after we had lost Eden and like my family, that part of my family didn't really know. And so it was just this like weird day that um, the Lord brought me through with um, comfort and sweetness and um, it was awesome, but this April 1st was Easter. Um, so it was its own sweet, like, day of, like, just living in, like, the thought that, like, our Savior has died for us, and we get to one day be in the presence of the Lord with our little baby. It was sweet, um, but even more so, he wanted me to see the, like, the level at which he had, like, prepared us for things and so Grant was working that night and I was going through um my little journal that I do like my devotions in sometimes I write them down and this particular like book that I had picked up that I've been writing in had been started January 2016 and um was like faithfully written in sometimes I go back and forth you never know but like um and through August and then like after that and um reading through the just the different like scripture that he was input like putting into my heart and he was having me chew on and think on like there was so much that he was preparing me for for come August that I like I couldn't have put those scriptures and stories from the Bible like better together myself like he was preparing my heart for something we didn't know was coming and it was so cool that on the first on our little due date that that was the day he revealed to me like all he had put before me and like helped me that like to dig into so that like I like truly believe that he prepared me to be in a place that when it happened I felt that joy and the goodness that came from it and if he like if I hadn't been in that study and those scriptures beforehand I don't know if I would have been like I would have come out of it on the other side in that the way that I did um, I think it would have been a lot, like, darker, um, but, like, he had put all of this on my heart. He downloaded it so that, like, when it happened, like, I could go back and rest in all that he had taught me. So I just thought that was a really sweet way to kind of, like, wrap the healing process kind of up. And, I mean, we're still, like, talking about this before we came up here today. It has been, like, super cool because we got to hear each other, like, I got to hear things from Grant that I didn't even realize or recognize. So um, it was just really good to see like how good God is and to be able to share our story. Um, a lot of you guys already know it because you lived it with us, uh, which is really cool. Um, but it was really sweet to be able to share this on Mother's Day because it was my journey to motherhood and um, wasn't super peaceful and quiet, but uh, it was a, it's a good one. And I'm really happy to be standing here today. And yeah. The last thing I'll throw into is uh, what's cool about stories and testimonies is that, one, we all have them, and two, if you share them, that's where you're going to notice the difference in what you're doing in, in God's kingdom. Because last year she made a Facebook post. Um, I won't read it because it's basically what you heard here today, but you can go back and read it. I mean, she's helped numerous people just by sharing that. Uh, I mean, people have literally private messaged her or called her or whatever and said, hey, what did you experience from this? Or just thank you. Like, I'm I'm going through that right now. And reading this has helped me. Just like people helped her when she went through it. And so if you have something to say, you know, share it. 
because you never know that one person in the room who does need to hear it. And that's, even if it's one person, that makes it worth it, so. Man, I'm so thankful for my friends sharing their heart this morning. We love you guys. Um, I asked Grant if he would just pray a blessing over us on Mother's Day. Um, I know that there's a wide range of life experiences in the room. You know, there's people that just go, man, I have a great experience with my mom, or I'm a mother and I'm enjoying it. I also realize like there's hard stories. There's broken relationships. There's families that are disconnected. There's people longing to have children who haven't yet. And I just know that the Lord sees all of that and he loves each and every one of you. And, um, and so my prayer is that his heart towards us as our good father, um, I know y'all have gotten a really great glimpse of that this morning through their story, but that he would just make that so clear to each and every one of you. And so Grant, would you mind just praying a blessing over all of us, but maybe the moms a little bit too on Mother's Day to close us out. Thank you guys so much for sharing this morning. Lord, we just, we thank you for allowing us to be here today together as a community of believers, and I just ask that you bless everyone in this room, but I want to point out the mothers today as we remember them and honor them. I thank you for my mother. I thank you for Christina's mother. I thank you for Christina being a mother. I thank you for all the mothers that have been through something like we've been through. I thank you for the mothers who are raising their children alone. I just, I ask that any mother in here, just know that your grace and your love is on them and it's covering them. And that everything they've done as moms or everything they will do as a mother is because of what you've done to save them. I just want to thank you, Lord. Without mothers, I don't know where any of us would be. Thank you for giving them the peace and the wisdom and the patience for their children. Thank you for giving them the words to say when they may not know what to say to their kids. Thank you for giving them the time to spend with their children so that they can grow and hopefully know you. I just, again, bless all these mothers who have raised all of us as a community. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Man, thank you guys so much for sharing. Can we thank them one more time? Thank you, guys. <laughs>